0: Hi,
1: I am not Ron Calgill. I'm Rich Calgill. The Mighty House team is back with our two of the show. Good morning, us. Join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope Live, right now brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, Maggie Rad, and wherever you are watching, click the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. We are broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday Central Standard Time at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com, and on the GAB radio network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts of previous shows are available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to them all at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show and the tips of the week and clutter clarity are available at MightyHouse.net and on the Mighty House YouTube channel. Follow us on the Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. Give us a call Mr. Floor Helpline, 877-711-5611. You have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor Clean Products, all non-toxic, environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right. So at the end of this show... The end of next hour, right at the end of the show, we are going to stay on Facebook Live for a moment, and we are going to pick the winner of this month's Klein Tool of the Month. And that is a 3005CR ratcheting crimper for wires 10 to 22 AWG. With insulating terminals, I mean. Now, if you're an electrician guy and you're carrying your C card, you know, you're a comm guy, this is something you really need. If you work on cars, this is something you really need. So call Trixie and get your name, on a piece of paper to go in the Klein tool bag so we can draw it out. That's the extent of the rules.
2: That's it. I can't believe a month has gone by already.
1: I know. Today's my younger brother's birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Mr. Cowgill.
1: No, Bobby C. Everybody knows him as Bobby C.
2: Happy birthday, Bobby C.
3: Yep. And uh and uh, I'm, I I'm here filling in for Ron because yes, Ron is. is off in the Northwoods. Uh, well, he picks a good weekend to go cycling. You know, uh, so it's 35 degrees overnight in the Northwoods, um, so I just want to say uh, to Ron, if he's out there in listening land, uh, I hope you brought your, your uh, what is it, long, long johns?
1: Well, we were talking about the uh, fire hose pants from Duluth Trading, and he says he has an insulated pair, so maybe he's got those. Nice. So that other voice you are hearing is Ash Nissan, the Northside Home guy. He's came, agreed to come in the studio today, and and you know, kind of keep things moving, because obviously, Chatty Cathy there, she's just on the internet looking at, I don't know what. Just oh, excuse don't do, me. Don't do that,
3: Chatty Cathy. Just, see, she's here with me. I'm within beating like distance. <laughs>
2: yeah. Is he wearing shorts? Is he is because if you're wearing shorts, I take that as an open invitation to pull the hair out of your legs. That's nice. Rich. Look yes. luckily, just
3: randomly I like like in the dark at uh five thirty in the morning grabbed a, a pair oh. of pants. Mm-hmm. Uh so Okay.
2: Rich knows.
1: So, I know. So we gotta get to the phone here. We've got yeah. with us Kurt Weber, senior director of brand management from Crescent Tools. Yeah, and Crescent there's Tools. a new Crescent Tool Bag. Yeah, I know I love Crescents. Crescent wrenches. I mean, it's they're so established. You just call it a crescent wrench. It's not even a, you know, adjustable sixteen. It's it's like a
3: Xerox, but for tools. Right.
1: All right. So go ahead, Kurt. Are you there?
4: Hey. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Sorry to leave
1: you there so long. Start of the hour always brings that long thing. Lead in. Anyway, so you're senior director brand management, Ah, Crescent Tools. What's uh, the, the new bags?
4: Oh, these new bags are great! Um, first of all, thank you for having me on the show, um, and uh, I tried to get up early with you guys, so um, so there's that. And I'm just really glad to be here. So, uh, yeah, my company is uh, Apex Tool Group, and we uh, we have a lot of brands under our portfolio. And Crescent uh, Tools is one of the the big flagship brands for our for our product line. So uh, we actually. Came out with a new line of bags not too long ago, and, uh, you know, most of the Crescent Tool portfolio, they're designed to, you know, be um, for tools for professional trades people who are out there working on the job site, construction, carpenters, framers, general contractors, and we make a lot of great tools. but we we actually were looking at a lot of the way that people were doing the work on the job site and We're like, "Wow, we could probably make a really great bag and probably make a great mm-hmm. bag better than a lot of the guys that are out there today." So uh, one of the things we've we noticed uh, right off the bat, when you put stuff in your bag, the pockets are sewn at the bottom. And if you put little items in there, screws, bits, uh, whatever, they tend to get lost, and the pockets swallow them up. And uh, that's frustrating. So uh, another thing we noticed, too, when your pocket swallows up your stuff and you open the bag, it's very dark inside. You can't see. Uh, and a lot of other things, too, just you know, from, a, from a creature comfort standpoint, uh, we've made a lot of improvements. So the pockets that we have in our bag actually have open bottoms. So if something mm-hmm. small gets stuck in the pocket, it'll fall right to the bottom of the bag. And the bag has a hard um, bottom polypropylene, much like the uh, Samsonite luggage uh, shells that you see out there that prevent them from getting wet getting uh crushed getting um uh, holes or poked and things like that in them so when the bits or things fall out uh, the bottom is very bright you can see so it's just generally a nice tougher easier to use bag
1: well you You've make got it quite a, a few different sizes don't you
4: yeah, yeah, we've got we've got four types. We've got the uh we've got the the backpack which are which are becoming a really uh big favorite out there. We've got the open bags with both 14 and 17 inch options. We have a closed bag, 14 and 17 inch options. And then we have a pretty big uh 20 inch contractor bag to throw just bunches of stuff in there.
1: Well, to go to the 20 inch. I mean, like how many pockets are inside that?
4: Oh gosh, dozens. Like there's there's all kinds of pockets
2: in there. Dozens? The leather, so,
4: dozens.
2: Uh, I think that's my yeah, new handbag yeah. now.
4: You know? Yes. Yeah, really. Yeah, (laughs) and another thing we noticed too that the zippers kept getting busted. You know, um, you see a lot of power tool companies; they offer like a free bag with uh, with their drills and drivers and whatnot, and then the the zipper always breaks. So we actually reached out to YKK, which is uh, the market leader in zipper manufacturing. They make everything Mm -hmm. from clothing. High end industrial use zippers. So, we actually have a three year warranty on our zippers for our bags. And because uh, we wow. find that's one of the things that breaks uh, first and foremost. Because
1: well, yeah, none of them are truly inexpensive. I mean, we're not talking about a $15 tool bag here that you're just, you know, going to do. And even for a homeowner, I mean, it, to me, it's an investment because if you're, if, especially if you're a new homeowner, go out and spend the 100 bucks for a tool bag and then start filling it with quality tools. And if you take care of everything, you've got it the rest of your life.
3: Yeah, we've started yeah. moving to tool bags because the you know they a lot of manufacturers are getting away from using blow forms and uh, uh, having hard cases for your bags, and Milwaukee in particular started getting away from that, and then they started trying to sell you pack out cases, um, and so we just started moving to bags. So, uh, so uh, can you, uh, Kurt? Can you talk about the sizes again?
4: The sizes are, um, we've got, uh, like I said, different configurations. We've got a tradesman backpack, which can handle all kinds of diagnostic equipment and tools and whatnot. We've got a tradesman bag, which is an open carry bag. Uh, you know, you've got that bar, and then you've got an open trough down below. Nice, and they come yeah. In the, yeah, 14- and 17-inch sizes.
5: Great.
4: And then you've got a closed bag, because some people like their bags closed, also in 14- and 17-inch sizes. And then we have the bulk bag, the contractor bag, that's the 20-inch size.
1: Great. That's always nice. Like that way you can put all your bits and drivers and all that, and it's probably your impact yeah. driver and your screw gun, and you're off and running.
4: Yeah, it'll fit. It'll it'll fit all the commonly used tools. The nice thing is too, we also put on the outside of the bag uh, pockets for water bottles, uh, clips for your tape measure, and That's things smart. like that too. So there's. There's, there's uh, some quick access pouches on the outside for your most frequently used tools and frequently used bits and drivers and things like that. So we also find a lot of people carry other things in their bags that aren't necessarily tools. Phones, water, Gatorade, Mountain Dew, they're the big ones. And uh, so the bag accommodates all kinds of lifestyle choices for on the job site. Yeah, we serve. Well, start... probably
1: bad like some women. I have to, you know, like clean mine out every year like it's an old purse because it's amazing what ends up in the bag too. You know, if you're doing a small job and you get the little wire <laughs> yeah. cutoffs and all that. You know, you, you, you don't throw them on people's floors, so you just throw them in the bag, so then every yeah. once in a while you got to go clean the bag out, get all the old miscellaneous screws, everything out
3: of there. Yeah, you get your compressor going, ah. you get your, uh, fire up your compressor, and you're, like, blowing out, like, like forever of uh, all, the, all the dust out of your bags. But we've definitely started moving to bags, uh, and we're sort of, it, it, it provides more flexibility. Like, I've got to have a little bit more shelf space in the shop, but um, uh-huh. it, it provides more flexibility, so, like, you know when we're doing finish and trim like that's its own bag um and then uh and frankly they're lighter to carry than than some other stuff the like the only trade-off i think is probably that you know with a hard case you can stick a, a piece of duct tape on it and and take your sharpie and write you know you know miter saw or what you know whatever it is like whatever the yeah. right uh worm drive saw um and uh okay yeah sorry uh no, that's right. Kurt, we're we're coming up on a break. I appreciate awesome. your call,
1: uh, Kurt Weber, Senior Director okay. Brand Management, Crescent Tools. So the new Crescent Tool bags, check them out. They should nice. be at your all the best stores. We got some pictures up on the site. All right. When we come back, we'll be taking your talking with you and taking your calls.
0: This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
1: Does your that goodnight. Oh.
0: I thought you said your dad did not bite. That is not my talk. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House.
1: Okay. All right, we're back. Follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House, hashtag Mighty House. Newsletter. You want the newsletter? You should go to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. Uh, yeah, no, Kurt was go- going. That's fine. Thank you. Um, I just got distracted. That's Okay. Regroup. All right. You want the newsletter? Go to mightyhouse.net. Click on the contact us page. First and last name, email address. Scroll on down. Click on boom, done. Gifts, call the Mr. Floor helpline, 877 711 5611. You have a chance to win your choice. Mr. Floor cleaning products. They are all non toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. All right. So, no, just to back up. So, we had Kurt um, I'm from Crescent Tools. And we were talking about the new tool bags. And I said, we didn't really get into even how they're constructed, which they are like a super heavy-duty canvas, blah, blah, blah. So the company was kind enough to ship a couple of them to us, except we didn't receive them before the show. So I said, well, we'll just talk about it again next week. Yeah. And we'll definitely be giving at least one of them away. It depends on whether or not Robbie can use the other one as her winter purse.
2: It would be my... um... Social media influencer Bag of the week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, it's true. Last week, I had my client tools, social media influencer bag of the week, and we took pictures of me, and we used all the different, you know, little pockets. I was very excited that Kurt said that there are, like, thousands and thousands of pockets, he said in this bag.: I said
1: dozens.:
2: he, I thought he said thousands. I was very excited, because you dozens
1: to- can be many.
2: Dozens can be many.
1: He should ask if they were baker's dozens.
2: Oh, well, anyway, thousands and thousands of pockets. So, you know, in ladies' handbags, you're talking about how things can fall to the bottom, you know, in your tool bag and stuff. Well, so I put my keys in one and then, you know, your EpiPen in one and then your mascara in one and then your, you know, all your brushes in one and then your pens in one. And then, you know, you're going to have a little pocket for everything. You missed last you week's year. Exactly. Multi- you don't have. You don't have. To be clear,
3: of you're our organization expert, and <laughs> and so um, so you're clearly your bag is always very organized, right?
2: It's like Ron always says about people in like con- the construction business. Um, uh, the cobbler's the, shoes. The cobbler's shoes. Mm-hmm. My house is a mess. My car is a mess. And it's like, I had my car cleaned out recently. I took it to the car wash, and there's this really good car wash in my neighborhood Well, they'll vacuum the inside and really clean it and scrub it for like 15 bucks. Amazing. They did an amazing job. And then I go to my first client, and then I have to pick up all the, you know, the donations that they want and all the you know, packing paper and the boxes and the garbage and the trash, and my car is just trashed again. Rich, can you just say something real quick so I can...
1: You should get a minivan.
2: Okay. No, I just wanted to know, because I see your lips moving on Facebook, but I didn't hear you talking, so I just wanted to make sure that we could hear you. So, yes. so, anyway, last week we were talking about the tool bags, so we have Kurt this week, and then last week we were talking about the Klein tool bags. And they're perfect for a woman's handbag.
3: Yeah, I liked how you were talking about the social media. What were you calling?
2: It? I'm an influencer, influencer. now.
3: So, mm-hmm. so maybe, uh, so, so, could I get like a social media influencer worm drive saw from one of our sponsors? Or no? Is that is that not the way it works? Guest hosts don't don't qualify for that.
2: Guest <laughs> guest hosts stand in line nice. behind everybody else.
3: So. Um, So one of the things uh, we were briefly talking about off-air, Rich and I were talking about um, doing projects outside, and -hmm. and Rich brought up Corten Steel, C-O-R-T-E-N, Corten Steel, which is a kind of steel that you let rust outside but doesn't rust through, and uh, that you would use. uh, Let's talk about the applications, Rich.
1: Uh, That's what shipping containers are made out of. That's what the Picasso in Daily Plaza is made of it will
3: so it's a it, but it's it a high rust. copper content uh, steel that has a similar um, uh, is similar to a thirty six which is a structural steel It has similar strength uh, tensile strength properties uh, and i and I wouldn't know that I learned all about this um, because we were I started looking up. Uh, steel for a few projects, outdoor projects. We're going to be doing some uh, steel edging for a client. Uh, for so uh, the private clients that I work for sometimes are uh, a little more, uh, mm-hmm. let's say, discriminating. Uh, yes. And and so uh, they're looking for a, a nicer product, and so Cort and steel, a more permanent style too. Yes. Like
1: it'll define and stay for many many years.
3: For sure. And so there's a. Uh, there's a great, uh, re- so, I, so I spent uh, yesterday evening reser- researching this, um, and there's a great uh, supplier, uh, Western states, they're out of Arizona. They do uh, a lot of the steel roofing. Um, uh, they provide a lot of material for the steel roofing industry. And uh, so they sell this Corton Steel product, and they do sell it in that form. Um, so we're also going to be doing a uh, a fireplace, and so... Um, a fire pit, I should say, and so uh, for for an outdoor uh, area, and um, and then uh, so a heavier gauge like flat steel, uh, mm-hmm. uh, will will weld that together for the for the uh, for the client. So
1: so the w- reason I knew about the Corten steel is that if you look online for fireplaces, outdoor fireplaces, there is a small little metal looks like a steep pyramid, right? Okay, but they're only like sixty inches tall. But I absolutely love the design of it. It's just super simple. But So I went to a buddy of mine who who's worked in a metal shop, and they just ordered a sheet, 4x10 sheet of cord and steel, and this is the key now. You can get it locally. They can order it in, but they have to have uh,
3: the A shear. You know, a shear. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because if they have get that, you can get the sheet, and they can shear off six-inch strips for you, and boom, done. And you save all that shipping and all that stuff, and right. it's locally done. Um, But anyway, so they cut the sheet for me. I brought it home. I welded it all up. And I made mine 10 feet tall and much wider at the base and all that. And I welded an angle so I could bolt it to the concrete so it didn't fall over. The cool thing about this design is when you build a fire in it, you know, it's on a little bit of a raised platform. Uh-huh. The oxygen comes up from the bottom and the fire swirls up through this thing. You, the, I got to see a no picture way. of it. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a visual learner.
3: Okay. Um, it's...
1: I will find something and send it to you. It's very cool. So it's the only thing that you couldn't do is if we had a fire going, don't touch of the sides.
3: Right. Well, okay. So actually, that brings up a good point. So that now, in a case where in the job that we're, we'll be working, it's a it'll be su- it'll be sunken into a, a, a brick patio. But mm-hmm. uh, in your case. Um, a thought is: uh, a, a, I've been thinking through these designs, and uh, doing a sacrificial surface on the inside saves the metal in the long term from the uh, what is it? It's heat. Uh, oh, it's just
1: changing the, the changing the, the, the crystal ca- structure, so you're detempering it or hardening it or whatever. We're, I don't know that much about steel, right? There's, so we were so my we older brother's the one, one that does that stuff. That
3: uh, where there's Bobby a sacrificial uh, inner surface, so there's like two layers of steel with a standoff, so that the inner steel uh, takes the uh, the the fatigue that comes through the the heat cycle and um and and can be replaced just by pulling out a few bolts or drill, tapping it out and then replacing that inner surface and and it would it saves the the problem that you were talking about of like the the touchable surface being. So accessible Hot. and so, you know, getting getting primary heat versus getting uh, emissive heat. I guess. Yeah.
1: No, it's uh, definitely something you got to play with. Let me see if I can find this thing. Eh, that's well, not it.
2: I was to say while you're looking for that, I have a question comment. Yay. <laughs> um, artificial stone. Do you do a lot of building with artificial stone? Down there, you probably don't, Rich. Do you?
1: No, actually, we do. We do a lot of stack stone and Eldorado stone, and um, what's the other brand? But no, we do a lot of it. So, um,
2: apparently, we- if it's not installed correctly, you have massive leaking issues.
1: Well, ours, I'll so- be honest, water intrusion is probably the biggest reason for litigation and construction. So we take everything very seriously, and we will. I spend plenty of money on liquid applied waterproofing on block and framing and stuff prior to install of stucco or block or brick or anything decorative. I should say. So no, it's I don't worry about it too much. But whoever's writing that in is absolutely correct. If you don't do it right, it creates some problems.
2: Yes, if a builder doesn't use the right waterproof membranes and flashing, water will infiltrate the home because. The artificial stone on a house facade is not waterproof. I sound like right. I know what I'm talking I'm,
3: about. I'm, I'm an old Chicago. You're reading guy, well. So I, I Thank like, you. I just say you know, use brick. It was baked at a few thousand degrees, and it's gonna be. It's just gonna last longer than we are.
2: Well, I guess people want to have the cool look of you know stone.
3: There are there are some other good uh, like for frame construction. There's some other good products out on the market. Um, uh, James Hardy uh, makes this uh, Hardy board. Har- well, okay, they make Hardy board, but they also make Hardy James Hardy siding, which right. looks just like clapboard siding, um, and uh, and it's a it's uh, made out of fiber cement, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's a great product. We've installed it many many a time, and uh, we like to buy it uh, factory painted. Uh, so they bake on two coats of paint at the factory and, um, it's better than painting in the sense that that surface, that, that finished surface is going to last way longer than a painted surface. So something like, let's say, I think, I think their guarant- their warranty is like 20 years, um, versus a, uh, versus a, a painted, a hand, pa- hand applied paint, uh, which is something like, let's say six years, eight years maybe Night. without maintenance. Um,
1: no, I would do do the lot of the uh, siding or a lot of stuff we do down here is ipe, and then we just oil it every year. And,
2: is you know, oh, again, no, a lot and of stuff it, you do down there is what?
3: Ipe, 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 IPE is a hardwood. Uh, I don't. It's not. It doesn't grow here. Um, no, it's South America, um, but it is
1: uh, harvested uh, sustainably. It's maintained. It's sustainably. Thank you.
2: So I have an interesting thing to talk about when we get back. We have sixty seconds until the break.
1: Oh, then let me do so, the out. Please do slowly. Okay. So when we come back, we'll talk with Robbie. Also, I sent you a picture of the fireplace to show Ash. He's going to love it. It's cool as hell. All right. Give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They are all non-toxic, environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Nailed it. Nailed it. Check out the Mighty House team page from Great Companies, and when we get back, we'll be taking
3: some more calls. Too fast. This (laughs) is... So I want to, so we're We're still still on We're going to be done This is
0: Mighty House Mighty House will return
1: See, I work construction I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me has got on
0: This is Mighty House
1: All right Join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you are watching, click the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. Give us a call the Mr. Floor Helpline, 877-711-5611 you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. They are all non-toxic, environmentally safe, and you can learn more at
2: MrFloor.com. Wow. Nice. Okay. So So now
1: where do we want to derail this to?
2: Well, I wanted to derail to the comment that I had, but before that, um, I'm going to have Osh read a post on Facebook that was directed to him on Facebook Live while I discuss the other thing. Okay, so you saw, Rich, that there was a very large response on Facebook Live? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Ash is reading it. Okay, so I was reading this article about the artificial stone is not waterproof, and this is in the Chicago Tribune this week, and I was reading about what you can do and blah, 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 and it was very interesting. At the end of the article... It was talking about, you know, you need to have really good plans. You need to have a big upfront meeting with your contractor to make sure that they're doing everything that you request. Now, yes. I wouldn't know specifically how to make sure that this is all waterproof. But at the end of the article, it says, be sure you include a penalty clause. So each day the builder is late, you deduct a certain amount from his final bill.
1: You do that and we wouldn't even do the job.
2: This was so surprising to me.
1: So Include there are a
2: penalty b- clause so if it's the builder not unusual,
1: is late. It's not unusual in commercial oh, building, wait, highway hold on. projects and on. I'm
2: sorry, so on. Rich. If Ron were here, he would play the Tom Jones song. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Da, 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 da. Okay. See, I'm only doing what Ron would do. Okay. I'm back. You're back.
1: So, no, a penalty clause. It's not unusual in large commercial projects and stuff, but on residential projects is typically not cuz we have to run at even tighter schedules. There you go. Remember 30 seconds we you off. Love
2: to be loved you anyone. Dun, 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 dun. So have people done this to you? Have people tried to in your previous life before you were in Florida, have people done this to Ron? Have people done this to Ash?
1: They may have tried. I would never allow it. I mean, there's certain things that we can't control. And the point, that's part of the reason for calling references. If I've done 40 jobs and every one of my homeowners is happy, which they were, and you've talked to them, then there's no need for a penalty clause. I didn't start the business 20 years ago, do 45 jobs just to mess with you. So that's kind of... Bad advice, if you ask me.
2: I, I am very surprised by that advice, but then I also have to ask, so as a homeowner, what do we do if you say, hey, you know, your kitchen is torn up and it's going to take us an extra two weeks because the supplier ran out of something or other?
1: Okay, so how are you supposed to control that? If it's their selection, the supplier's out of something, What that's why is that the builder's fault?
2: Okay, so let's think of something that would be the builder's fault. Um,
1: Just lack of performance, not showing up for two weeks because he went and did other jobs.
2: Okay, so let's say that happens, then...
1: So there's a right for termination in almost every contract that says if you don't perform within a certain amount of time, you can be let go or so, withhold payment.
2: Okay, so you're let go, and then my project is I have a torn up kitchen. You know, so Yeah,
1: that could be a problem, but again, right. it goes back to checking references. You know what I mean? If if you're a reputable contractor who's got a good history and A plus business, better business rating and all of that stuff, all of that becomes a non issue. You're talking about something that could possibly happen. I mean, what happens if we get hit by a meteor tomorrow?
3: What what if what if the guy who's working on your job they need they need the carpenter to work on the job and the carpenter just happens to slip and break his leg? There are re- there are, there are reasonable reasons why someone might not show up to your job and perform, and there are unreasonable reasons. Getting references is important. Knowing, you know, whether or not they've gone through the process of getting a rating on the Better Business Bureau, they might be too small time for that, honestly. Um, I I easily could perform as a GC. I choose not to license as a GC. I choose to license as a handyman, even though we do larger scope jobs than a typical handyman might. Um, And it just... In part because I spend most of my time being a, a professional real estate broker, um, I, I think Andrew is signaling to me. Excuse me, I'm not great at the signals. I think we have a phone call. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. We got Jeff, Jeff Kite is on there. Yeah. Great. Jeff, are you on the line?
5: Hi. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning,
3: Jeff. How you doing, Jeff?
5: Hey, I just had a comment about those uh, outdoor fire pits. Uh, I've had a few of them with my time, and I think the biggest problem with them is when they're not in use, which is the majority of the time. You know, if people don't clean them and then they let water uh, pile up in them or or puddle up in them, it leads to rust and rot. And if you want one to last a long time, figuring out a a good cover system and a way to uh, easily clean it uh, is a smarter way to go than trying to uh, come up with a metal that won't, you know, rust through or won't, or, or a, a design that can be easily parts can be easily replaced, that sort of thing. Uh, that's the killer, because the yeah, well, when they're not in use.
3: You know, design is so important. That's a great point. Um, you know, designing for clean out uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and design, you know, and, and designing for, um, you know, to have some sort of a, like you said, cover system or, uh, or, um, uh, sorry sorry uh, or a way to uh, a way a way to keep it a way to keep it um in good condition um right. and so uh the the design piece of it is is critical and I don't and I think people don't that, that's a thing that that's the installer's job or the 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 builder's job is to to think through yes. how a homeowner so it's always like uh you know as as you know when when I was going through my lead accreditation one of the things that uh, that we learned was sort of like, how do you see through the other person's eyes, through the end user's eyes, through mm-hmm. the architect's eyes, through the engineer's eyes, and be able to sort of help them understand how to see through the client's eyes, the, the end user. Um, and that's so important. So that's a great point. Thank you.
1: No, I mean, we have to do that all the time okay. with clients. So no, it's not just the clean out, like you said. But I think in this case, though, Jeff, what we're really discussing is the corten and steel, because of its nature, the amount of copper in it, it's a more decorative art piece it so it's multifunctional so when you look out in the yard and you see this and it's not doesn't have a fire in it it's still pleasant to see so because it patinas made, without pretty,
3: rusting through
1: yeah it just made this kind of a a neat project when i did it um, but when you go back to the practicality, one of the problems I have down here is, you know, we do all outdoor kitchens, like full-blown outdoor kitchens where you've got a big old gas grill. Well, the designers all want backsplash tile, and they'll pick natural products. And as soon as I see that, I'm like, it's not happening. You know, I use glass with glass grout, or I use other things, but because that grease is going to stain that stone or that tile, and you are never going to get it clean. Stainless backsplash, please. You know, so that's just step We build for down the road. you got to be able to maintain it. Yep.
5: Right. Right. So, so. Uh, on that I agree point. with all that and uh having a way to clean the fire pit out is important too because other if if it can't breathe, you won't get have good fires.
3: Oh I, right. I know what the point that I lost briefly was it was the is standoff. So instead of uh putting the steel right on the ground, uh try try doing some standoffs and you could you could do standoffs uh you know with something like aluminum or you just sort of design standoffs that you know eventually will fail and then you just you just do new standoffs whereas you know sort of like a a piece of angle iron that you know sets it off the ground for you know an inch uh... Yeah. and that way the, the bottom piece of steel isn't touching the isn't contacting the the ground now but that assumes that the client the end user is going to do clean out regularly and that the so- that soil just doesn't just build up and then and then it it eliminates your exactly. standoff. Yeah, there's always maintenance. I don't care what the thing is. For sure. Uh, Yeah, one of the things I learned in the home inspection, when I was getting my home inspection (laughs) license was, um, uh, you know, it's always the X product should last this range of time with Mm -hmm. maintenance.
1: Yeah, well, mine lasts just as long, and we call it deferred maintenance. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, I like the guy, you know, I've, I've certainly talked to building owners when we're, we're sort of in consulting on, on a project and I'll say, well, uh, how old's your roofing system flat roof, uh, you know, typical flat roof sh- design in Chicago. And, uh, they'll say, uh, 20 years. I said, wow, it's not designed to last that long. You're, you're way beyond its design life. And he's, and he'll say something like, yeah, but we just silver coated every year. <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. and if you think about it, uh, you know, silver coat is, is a lot cheaper than a new roof. So, yep. Yep. What else? You got out, else, Jeff? What's up?
1: There you go. I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we're oh. good. I think we right. we're Thanks for calling in, Jeff. We, it was Always a great point. Uh, yeah. Right. No, definitely. Always plan for the maintenance. Yep. So, cool. Boring.
3: So, uh, other fall projects. Uh, so, you know, one of the important things that happens in fall is that the leaves fall, <laughs> and so uh, getting. So, what you? So, waiting until. The leaves are off the trees, and ideally the winter weather hasn't set. And then cleaning out those gutters to avoid ice damming is a really uh, is a really important maintenance item. Getting the hoses off of your hose bibs uh, because if you listen to my tape of the week last week,
1: oh man, <laughs> no, no, keep
3: going. You're on the um, roll. And uh, uh, any cleanouts, like a lot, of, a lot of families have a. Um, Family homes have a staircase that goes down to the basement. It's an egress from the basement, but it's mm-hmm. open uh, to the it's it's open to the air. And so, getting those cleaned out so that 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 drain and not letting leaves collect in there so that that drain then doesn't overflow into your basement. There you go. All right, we'll be back shortly. And we'll have the actually is clutter clarity. Yes,
2: time. it is. So Yay. give us a call
3: to Mister Fluor
1: Helpline eight seven seven five. Have a chance to win that Mr. Clark cleaning product We'll be right back
0: This is Mighty House Mighty House will return
3: Lisa and I built your room But I don't like this clown Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you It's a load bearing poster
0: it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is
4: Mighty House. Beautiful.
3: Um, Andrew, do you have a different Pot, set of... You're, f- He's, you're on to
1: air now, you're live. Podcast of previous shows available at mightyhouse.net, nice. Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on the homeimprovementusa.com. Find links to them all at mightyhouse.net. Klein Tool of the Month giveaway is at the end of next hour. It's the end of September. It's a Klein 3005CR ratcheting crimper for wires from 10 to 22 AWG with insulating terminals. If you're a car guy or electrician or low-voltage guy, this is truly something you want. They are nice. Uh, if you want to get the newsletter so you have access to all this stuff, and there was actually a picture of the client tool promotion, so if you would go to MightyHouse.net, go to the Contact Us page, first, last name, email address, go on down, click on Boom, Done. You do that, and you'll have contacts like to Ash Nissan, who's in today for run. So thank you for helping out. So give us a call here, on the Mr. Floor helpline, 877 711 5611. You'll have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They are all non toxic, environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com,
2: who also sponsors Clutter Clarity.
1: That's right. So you can do that song if you want, or you can talk for a little bit. Yep, oh, there it is. Have a disarrangement disorder, yep. can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place. Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purification. Here's Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness in your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House.
2: is singing, prison. Lord, help, help me, me get, get away. away. Cause only you can save me now From this misery Misery. I've been lost in my own place Thank you I've been lost in my own place I'm getting weary, I'm getting weary How far is heaven? How far is heaven? And I know that I need to change my way of living Need to change my ways of living How far is heaven? How far is heaven?
3: heaven. Oh, can you help me?
2: And he knows that part. Awesome.
3: All right,
1: I listen to the show. So yeah. What I can tell you is Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor Clean Products are non-toxic, environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mr Floor. Dot, com.
3: Dot, com.
2: Dot com. Okay, right. so today I decided to do something a little bit different.
1: And now for something completely different.
2: S- something completely different. We're going to talk about... <gasps> Grocery shopping.
3: Okay.
2: Specifically. Can you organize?
3: Can you declutter my grocery shopping?
2: Well, my business card says home organization and assistance because sometimes it's packing a house. Sometimes it's dog sitting. You know, it covers all sorts of things. Sure. What I do. Yeah. So home organizing, if you think about, you know, how much time you spend grocery shopping so it's kind of all part of the same thing, and I so, am
3: the grocery shopper in my family. Please help.
2: What do you think about Trader Joe's?
3: Uh, so interestingly, I do all of the shopping except for Trader Joe's, which and occasionally Target because there's makeup stuff at Target, uh, and so uh, so those are not in my purview. But uh, we are we, we do buy some stuff from Trader Joe's.
2: And- you look like you work at Trader Joe's. What? You've never been at a Trader Joe's, have you?
3: I have. Oh, because they, they wear, wear Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirts. shirts. So, so my Northside Home guy thing is uh, like if you look at my logo, and I think maybe we have it on the website, um, is me. There's a cartoon of me because because uh, I don't I don't take myself seriously, even though I take my clients' business seriously. I don't take myself that seriously, and um, I it's sort of an homage to Carol Burnett, and for those uh, those of I think the three of us at least. Uh, are old enough to remember at the end of carol's show she would there was a cartoon of her mopping up the studio and i just thought it was the funniest thing in the world i would always watch the like to the very very end of carol burnett to see that cartoon of her mopping up and it was a way that like as a comedian she sort of like Hush. put it put it out that she didn't take herself what
2: does her this shirt. have to do with trader joe's and the hawaiian shirt it, it
3: only because my logo is me in a sh- uh, cartoon of me in a Hawaiian shirt. Thank you. And so I always wear a Hawaiian shirt when I'm doing real estate business.
2: Okay. Whew. Okay, so some things so that people- wi-
3: Long wind-up, short pitch.
2: Thank you.
1: Yes. What's Trader Joe's got to do with grocery shopping? Ah, That's, there a nove- you go. That's a novelty store.
2: No, Trader Joe's is a grocery store.
1: Well- There but... aren't
2: any in Florida- but people in Florida, my family in Florida anyway, they really want to go. Well, there might be some in Florida. I shouldn't say that. There aren't any around um, my family in Florida.
1: I don't know if there is any down here.
2: Trader Joe's is really cool. You know what? I think there yeah. is one out by, like, uh, what's the other, the big town? Cape Coral. What's the other big town by you?
3: Fort Myers. Fort Myers. They I make think great there's some peanut infa- butter cups. I like the milk chocolate. My wife likes the dark
2: chocolate. What's yeah,
1: two on the other coast. Uh, the closest to me is actually in Naples, 23.1 miles. There you go. Miles.
2: So some interesting things about Trader Joe's is most all of their things are private label. Mm -hmm. And what's funny, they have quite a sense of humor, this Trader Joe's, all Trader Joe's. One of the things that they do for kids is they have the kid size carts, which is really cute. But And I don't know if all stores do this, but they hide their mascot. They have a little stuffed animal. Have you ever heard this before?
3: No.
2: Okay, so they have a little. I, I assume
3: it's for people that are younger than me.
2: Yes, but they're not saying more mature or less
3: mature. A little stuffed animal,
2: and they'll hide it among the shelves. And then when kids come in, they have a game to play while their parents are shopping. And if you find the mascot, they'll give you a lollipop or a toy or something like that. Yeah. So when my if I find
3: it, will they give me some whiskey?
2: They'll kick you out. So um, when my nieces and nephews were little, that was a cool thing that we used to do is go over there. So one of their sense of humors is everything is almost everything is their private brand. And when they're, they have Mexican food, it's billed as trader Jose's nice. Chinese food is trader Ming's Baked products are baker Jose or Josef. I don't know. Um, clam chowder and fall themes. Food is pilgrim Joe's French food and French soap are trader Jacques. Nice. Uh, vitamins are trader Darwin's.
3: Is this is this also a long line up and a short pitch?
2: No, these are just funny things about This is my segment, dude. This is not a long line up and a short pitch. This is my segment oh, oh. about Trader Joe's. Right. And the different
3: Then they have different like uh sub-brands or whatever that they sort of trying to trying to like Oh, this is fun! It's It's, just it's
2: just funny things that they have. That's cool. Um, Another thing, there are always samples at Trader Joe's. You go into the back of the store, and there's almost always uh, liquid, you know, beverage sample and food samples. And interesting thing about Trader Joe's, if you ever want to try something, they will open the package for you right then and there on the spot. Yeah, yeah. The first time I ever tried, they
3: do sell alcohol. Well, they do that for me? I, no, I no, they won't. They won't. They won't. But I was playing. in
2: there when they first when I first so like discovered stuff Yeah, and, Trader yeah. Joe's, they had a package of salted brownies. And now everything is salted. Everything is like caramel salted, this and that and the other thing. Uh-huh. But I'm like looking at the package and one of the employees came by and they're like, Have you ever tried? I'm like, No, it doesn't sound very good. She goes, Well, try some. Open the package right there. Wow. Let me try them. So if there's that's, anything that's nice. that you want to try. a great business model. Um some of their private label stuff is actually um, like Annie's, Amy's Organic, and Stacy's, Stacey's Chips. They just have a different label on there. Oh. So some of the so stuff they're, is...
3: So they're making the other... So it's like the same manufacturing facility that makes, like, Philadelphia cream cheese also is like this store label is the same thing. In the
2: case of Annie's, Amy's, and Stacey's, oh. from what I completely understand, <laughs> yeah. um, they were on the gluten-free bandwagon before a lot of stores were, and Somebody they had 30. tons... And tons of gluten free things. You can ask any of the crew members there. I got it. I'm just talking really fast. Any of the crew members there for their favorites, and they'll tell you one of their top favorite things is the orange chicken, which so is we'll in the So we'll be back section. right
1: after this break. Give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline at 877 711 5611. You have a chance to win that choice of Mr. Floor's theme Fox, all non toxic, caramel safe. Learn more at MrFloor.com. Thank you. You are listening to Mighty Mighty House. Mighty House. Mighty House. Mighty House will return.